0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Patriot Report is brought to you by Bet BetOnline. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to eSports. You'll always find the latest on Steam Matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events, Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Today on the Patriots Report, it's Joe DeLeon of the Believe Network at the Senior Bowl, looking at a few of these prospects through a New England prism. think you guys are really going to enjoy this. There's a lot of good information. There's a lot of good names for you guys to think about when you're putting together your draft preview. That's up right now on the Patriots <laughs> We, give me your perspective as to how things have gone, maybe with a New England slant to them. I think
1: overall, a lot of the teams have been very, very hands on with with a number of these number of these drills. The one thing that, that really stands out to me is the offense and defensive play, offensive and defensive line play. And there's a lot of coaches that have been attracted to the battles that are going on in those individual drills between those guys. Um, but th- typically, when those are going down, that's where most of the coaches have been been huddling around to watch guys like Keanu Benton, Steve Avila, Matt Bergeron, uh, McClendon Curtis. A lot of fun, exciting players that have been just going to war on a day to day basis in these one on one drills.
0: The Patriots are almost certainly in the market for an offensive mm-hmm. tackle, and you know, we can go over some of the other positions, but I have to imagine that's close to or at the top of their list if they can't find one in either mm-hmm. free agency. Or in a trade, what could New England do? Maybe in the middle of the first round, if it wanted to make a run at one of those tackles.
1: Yeah, I think one of the tackles here at the Senior Bowl to pay attention to that fits that description is is Matt Bergeron from Syracuse. I know a lot of people were attracted to what DeWan Jones did, the uh, the Ohio State tackle who is a, a freakishly massive kid. He's he's six eight. He had the longest wingspan of anybody ever to come to the Senior Bowl. I think it was like in the seven five range. But he opted out after the first day. He had a good performance, and he just pieced out. He dipped. Uh, I, separate from that, though, Matt Bergeron has been so good, and I don't think he's getting the, the proper recognition that he deserves for how consistent he has been on a day-to-day basis. He's not a guy like Dewan Jones who's going to shine because he's really tall and athletic. Instead, he shines by just winning reps. It, it's not sexy, and as we've seen in, in the New England Patriots history – They might not always go with the sexiest offensive lineman on the board, but they're going to go with the guy who's going to be the most consistent. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. And I think Bergeron has shown, for me, he was an early day two guy, might creep his way into that late first round where the Patriots are picking because there is a lack of tackle talent towards the end of that first round.
0: One of the things that stands out when you talk about potential Patriots is the fact that they love – quickness and shiftiness as opposed to straight line speed and obviously we're going to find out more about these guys when we get to the combine when we get a little further along in the pre-draft process but identify for me two or three guys that you've seen on the outside on the boundary who are defensive actual wide receivers who might be able to catch the Patriots eye with their skill set
1: yeah one guy in particular that has just been killing dudes in these one-on-ones is Jaden Reed from Michigan State he he does kind of give again another guy who fits that that uh, New England vibe for a receiver, small, compact, really quick feet, really good route running. And he's cooking dudes in, in all of these one-on-one reps. Now, typically, and what a lot of people say is those one-on-one drills typically benefit the smaller, quicker, shiftier receivers. But there's other things that he's done in the team periods, a lot of catches that he's made to show off that speed. Tank Dell is another name from Houston to pay attention to, another really good receiver who, similar to, to Jaden Reed is just beating guys with his feet getting – it's one of those things where you get open, but the way that they're getting open is that there's 10 yards of separation between them and the defensive back. That's how badly these guys are beating the DBs here at the Senior Bowl. If we're talking defensive backs, I think a a player who, again, fits with what Coach Belichick looks for in his defensive backs, Christopher Smith from Georgia has really opened my eyes as somebody who – moves up heavily, maybe early day two, the way that he has performed. He is locking down tight ends. He is also locking down these bigger receivers, despite being a more compact safety. He's only about five foot eleven, but he's showing that the instincts he has, the vision he has, is an elite level. And the reason why I think he fits with what we know Coach Belichick likes, if you listen to what Kirby Smart has to say about Christopher Smith, is that this is a yes, sir, type kid. You can yell at him all day. He's going to say, yes, sir. He's a great leader. He doesn't get emotional. He doesn't overreact. He just shows up, goes to work, and makes plays.
0: Tank Dell's my guy. I got to be honest with you. I talked to Eric at Mm -hmm. home. I went back. I watched some film. Uh, I I love guys like the Darren Sproles types. Obviously, this past year, Marcus Jones, the small guys who can move, You know, who got that really great speed, not only the straight line speed, but the shiftingness as well. Tell me a little bit more about his background.
1: Yeah, Tank Dell is – it's weird when we look at this receiver class because so many people have talked about how this class isn't as good as the others. So when we move away from the top guys like the Jordan Addisons, the Jackson Smith and Jigvas, the Quentin Johnsons, it it feels like we're undervaluing all of those mid-round players like a Tank Dell, like a Jaden Reed. And I I think Tank Dell, if you look back at his career at Houston, was really productive. And not only is he a a physically gifted kid – He's a bit undersized, which some might have a concern there. But he is really quick. But what makes things exciting about him is he's got the production to back it up. The guys that bring that the their traits to the field and produce in college deserve recognition. And I think coming from Houston, playing in a, a lower level of, of play compared to some of these SEC Pac-12 receivers, he might get written off a little bit. But I, I certainly do believe the way that he's shown up and dominated these bigger school kids this week, he's he's calmed a lot of the doubts that people have had on him.
0: A lot of guys like Marcus Jones. That's that's what New England yeah. needs. A lot of guys like Mar- those versatile types do a lot of different stuff. Belichick always uses the phrase, you know, the more you can do, the more you can do for us. It feels like Tank Dell. Again, yeah. I'm probably wishing upon a star here, but it feels like <laughs> Tank Dell is one of those New England guys. The reports that we're getting back here in New England, are the, the Patriots are working Fairly closely with some third down backs, maybe to get a guy who can finally replace James White. That's not necessarily a shot at Ramondre Stevenson, but it was clear Mm. into the year last year, he was worn down a little bit. So, you know, you want to get one of those guys. Belichick has traditionally loved those guys, whether it's Shane Vereen, Kevin Falk, Deion Lewis, whatever the case may be. Are there one or two names out there that you're hearing as guys who are connected with the Patriots, guys who are third down backs?
1: Not necessarily directly connected with the Patriots, but I two guys I think that have really impressed me that fit with what the Patriots look for and that fit that third down back mold. Roshan Johnson from Texas, he went down with an injury, did not practice yesterday, but the first day opened my eyes, not from running the football, but the way that he blocked in the one-on-one pass rush reps. A tough, tough kid who just was not getting beat by any of these linebackers. He is overshadowed by Bijan Robinson, justifiably. Freak athlete was one of the best, if not the best, running back in the country this past year. And Roshan Johnson's not a, a you know a shiny athlete. He's not a guy who is going to break off a long run or make a crazy catch. He's instead a, a, a hard-nosed, consistent kid, kind of like a Brian Robinson who plays for the Commanders now and also had a really good senior bowl week last year. If you just want somebody who's going to be great on special teams, is going to block, is going to catch some passes, Roshon Johnson fits that the other guy who different mold because he's more compact and quick Ty Spears from Tulane has had a number of big long runs during these practices. And when we talk about running backs, it gets a little tricky evaluating them because most of these practices are thud. They don't want guys getting hurt. They tell them, Hey, just tag and, and get out of the way. Do not wrap up and take these guys guys to the ground. So for a running back to gain notoriety, You really have to blow people away and show off good vision and show off good separation, and Tajay Spears has done that. He's done that on rushing plays. He's done it on screens. He's done it catching the ball. He can do a lot of things. He deserves more recognition, and he's another one of those guys that just keeps building on the momentum that, that he had at the end of the season and the way that he played against USC is showing up this week at practice.
0: New England loves taking a run at, let's just say, unique talent, college lacrosse player. A multi-skill, you know, guy who played three different positions in college. Whatever the case may be, is, is there someone there this week who may not be a first, second, third-round talent, but you could look at him as a late-round guy or an undrafted free agent? And say, I can see Bill taking a shot at this kid.
1: Yeah, I, I think if if we're trying to pinpoint somebody who who might be a little bit of a later steal, that's that's going under the radar. Uh, Andre Osov is from Princeton. Hasn't had the best week, but coming from Princeton and the uphill battle, that is, to to, to come from a pretty low level of play, a low-level FCS program for the most part, he has shown some really, really positive signs. I, I think that he, another type of guy who just fits that description of overall well-rounded athlete, is going to have an impact on special teams, is going to show up and do the things that he needs to do on a week-to-week basis, They might not necessarily be a premier number one receiver, but is just going to be... So, so consistent on a week-to-week basis. Another guy, too, that might have pushed himself out of that day three range by how well he's played is Diane Henley from Washington State. I had a day three grade on him. He might have pushed himself up, uh, but he is a taller, longer linebacker who is much older, played six years in college, really good in coverage, very downhill, has been blowing up a lot of plays. He's, he's quite possibly had the best week out of any of the linebackers that are
0: here. All right, let's downshift a little bit to a league-wide perspective. Which prospect has helped himself the most this week with his performance at the Senior Bowl?
1: Without a doubt, uh, Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. Keanu Benton at Wisconsin, who, talk about a guy who, very unique in the way that he was deployed at Wisconsin and the way that he's going to translate to the NFL. He played primarily nose tackle, and that's just not who he is. He is much twitchier than that. He is much quicker than that but he played the role that he was asked to play. He was also a little bit banged up this year, so we didn't get a full scope at what Keanu Benton can do. Now he's fully healthy, and what he's done is he bumped out to a three-tech, and he has been dominated, dominating these interior offensive linemen. And when I talk about dominating, th- there hasn't been a single rep where I have felt comfortable saying that a guard or a center has at least slowed him down. His hands are quick, they're aggressive, he has shown so many positive signs of life. And I, I would say here that Keanu Benton, the week that he's having, might have pushed himself into the end of the first round. He is that good of a player with all the questions that he had coming into the week, having a little bit of a Javon Kinlaw. I don't want to go too crazy here and say he's he's Aaron Donald, but he's having an Aaron Donald type week with the, the big push in his draft stock.
0: What's the biggest surprise for you this week, for either good or bad from what you've seen?
1: I think the biggest surprise was Jaron Hall, the BYU quarterback. I admittedly hadn't really dove in too deep on, on his evaluation because there were more important quarterbacks that I wanted to get to early on in the cycle. But the one thing you hear and you, you hear people talk about him, you hear perspectives from scouts, you you hear people and see clips of them talking about him on Twitter. And the discussion has been like, wow, this, this could be a late first round guy. This could be a, an early day two guy that develops into a starter. I wasn't that impressed with him this season and he has shown up and he's really struggled. He has had a lot of problems. I know that it's not easy to step in and try to, to develop a rhythm with a bunch of receivers that you're not familiar with, but all of the other quarterbacks have not been as, as weak as Jaron Hall has. So I'm disappointed um, that he didn't live up to that hype a little bit. But that was certainly surprising to me because I was expecting at least to get some some flash plays, to get some, wow, look look at his arm, look, look, look at um, you know his, his touch on that pass. I haven't gotten any of that. So that for me, definitely one of the bigger
0: surprises. If you're the Bears sitting in number one, what do you do this year?
1: I'm trading out. I'm absolutely trading out. I did not buy for a second any of those short rumors about them possibly taking a quarterback. That was them trying to to build up a market for the pick. And I think a lot of NFL teams were smart enough to know that they probably were not going to do anything there. But in the situation that you have, where you've got a lot of nice young pieces, but not enough pieces to win next season, you need to take advantage of the opportunity in front of you, which is a couple of years ago, you traded up to take Justin Fields. Look at what the New York Giants did in that quick of a period of time with the picks that you gave them. You need to replicate what they did. Draft, draft some offensive linemen, draft some defensive linemen, build out your roster the way that we know that the Bears have been successful in the past is the best approach. They can't find a good trade partner. Will Anderson or Jalen Carter has to be the pick. They are far and away the two most talented players in this class, and there's a pretty significant drop-off after those two guys.
0: Joe, this has been great, man. Thank you so much. Let people know where they can read your stuff and where they can follow you on social media.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can catch me at Joe Deleone on Twitter, and then the Believe Network hosts all of the podcasts that we have. So we're going to be doing a lot of great draft coverage at Believe Network on the Believe YouTube channel, um, as well as hearing from some of the other teams.
0: So make sure you go and check that out and hit subscribe. Sounds good, my friend. Take care, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Chris. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. One more reminder, this episode of the Patriots Report has been brought to you by Bet BetOnline. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team, matchup, info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online features live betting-free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. With the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events, head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts.